Hello, hello, and welcome back to One in Wellness. I hope you all are having a great August so far. It's Sunday today. Happy Sunday if you're listening to this on Sunday. I'm just going to get right into my rose thorn and bud for this episode. So my rose for this past week um, was having this great Instagram content day with my friend Tessie. Um, it's really, it's so fun. I've never had a Instagram friend before that Instagram friend. It's just like me and Tessie kind of met over Instagram first and we do work together, but we didn't get to actually meet each other until a while ago because she's from Texas originally. And we finally got to meet um, like a few weeks ago. I feel like it was like three weeks ago or something like that. And you know, she also does, like, Instagram content and things like that, so it was super fun to be able to just, like, have an afternoon. We're gonna try to do it every week, just, you know, taking pictures and having fun. She's so great. Um, another thing that was really good about this week was that I did a chop. I did a thing with my hair. I really, I loved my long hair. It was like fairy hair and a lot of people told me not to do it. They were like, no, your hair is so long and pretty. And I'm like, yeah, but if you guys would have like felt it, the ends felt dry. And then it was always like all up in everything. Like I couldn't sleep with it down because it would like choke me. And I would always get this big knot, like, in the back of my neck because it was, I have, like, a lot of really thin strands. So I have, like, a lot of hair, but it's th- thin strands. So they get tangled, like, super easy. And I was like, I just need to chop it off. And let me tell you, I love it so much. It's it's definitely different, like, putting it up in a little baby ponytail and everything, but... I I love it. I feel like I felt like a weight lifted. Haha. <laughs> it was six inches. I chopped six inches off. So definitely a big change, but definitely one that I am here for. Um, my thorn for this week was I literally made myself so stressed out this week, guys, that on Tuesday night I physically got sick. I got I woke up in the middle of the night with a fever of 102 and I had like it was chills and I was nauseous that I was gonna barf it was it was not a good time um and you know I called my mom in the morning and she was like you've been really stressed lately haven't you and I'm like yeah (laughs) and you know I did an episode on stress I think it was like two episodes ago. I did it on stress, and oh, there's these guys over there with leaf blowers. I'm so sorry if you can hear that. That's really annoying. Hope they're walking away. Hopefully they go that way. Um. Anyway, so a few weeks ago, I did an episode on stress and like stress management and stuff. And I was trying to take my advice for sure, but I don't know if I was really doing it fully. And I also just, I don't know, I've just had so many things on my plate lately. It's It's been a lot. Um, I'm learning. I'm giving myself grace that I'm going through a learning period with managing my stress and managing things on my plate. And also, I really need to stop 
worrying about the future that's a big one for me um you know there's so many big things coming up for me right now it's my last year at university and then I'm gonna graduate and then and then I'm gonna do life and I'm like whoa what <laughs> like and I'm so excited it's just scary because I'm like well then I'm like I have to get my own apartment and my own everything and it's just all very like I know I can do it, but it's just all going to be new, which is, you know, scary sometimes. So it's, it's like exciting, scary, but still scary. But I'm trying not to stress myself out about it too much and focus more on the exciting part than the scary part. Um, but my bud is just like my goal of starting to work on my stress management. So I'm looking forward to like looking like working on that working on that for me um and then spending more time with supportive friends I'm really excited for that so yeah um that's that's my rose thrown in bud for this week guys it's it's been a week it's been a week of mixed emotions highs and lows but we're getting through it for sure Okay, so now I'm going to get into the bulk of this episode, which is on intuition. Yay! <laughs> so what is intuition? It's basically the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. It's like a very instinctive thing. It's like instinctive reasoning. It's the best way that... I could describe it and also if you look it up that's sort of the definition that like Google gives you when you like look it up. So fun fact, um one in wellness, the name originally was going to be 111 like the numbers in and wellness um because 111 is an angel number. It's actually my favorite angel number and it's the angel number for intuition. So I wanted to have that be the name at first because I wanted this podcast to be about knowing yourself, um, knowing oneself, that's like the one, and getting to know yourself through the acts of wellness and getting to know like what acts of wellness define you or help you become your highest self. So... I didn't end up going with that name because I felt like I didn't want people to call it 111 in wellness. I wanted it to like be called one in wellness, but I wanted to use the 111 as like the this probably sounds like really confusing. I promise it's not. <laughs> um but if you look closely at my cover art, um there is a little angel number at the bottom. It's a little transparent, so I don't know if everyone has noticed it, but you can look right now if you're listening to this. You can see the little 111 at the bottom of the picture. Yeah, a um, little sneaky there. But so one thing that um, I think is like a big like buzzword right now as far as like relating to intuition in the wellness world is intuitive eating. Um, I feel like every single wellness person or like wellness girly is a quote-unquote intuitive eater and I do like say that I am an intuitive eater but like what does that even mean so intuitive eating is like being able to eat without reasoning eat instinctively without a bad thought um and I put that in quotations but just like without 
second guessing yourself or without feeling guilty about what you're eating so how do you become an intuitive eater I have like a little list here of six things that I wrote down that I think really were like the big parts of me becoming an intuitive eater and hopefully that these um these things can help you too if um if you want to become an intuitive eater which I think that everybody should if like that's like kind of a bold statement but I do think that everybody should become an intuitive eater because you know let's throw away those tracking apps we don't need that in our lives we don't need that sucking our energy away and like i or you know just like the restrictive mindsets um let's do away with all of that and just listen to ourselves anywho let me get into um my little six ways to work on your relationship with eating and hopefully Um, become an intuitive eater so the first one is to honor your hunger and eat when you're hungry so I'm just going to speak a little bit about like as far as this relating to my journey and my eating disorder journey if you ever were in a restrictive mindset then this will definitely relate like this will be relatable for you so extreme hunger like happens when you are going through recovery very often um it doesn't happen to everybody everybody's um experience with recovery is going to be different but for me i would i did have extreme hunger when i started eating again when i started letting myself eat more again um i would wake up in the middle of the night absolutely starving like famished and i was like i cannot go to bed unless i eat something right now and i had to just learn to not force myself to go eat something but let myself go eat something um and I think it's important the way that we phrase that because if you're like oh yeah I had to force myself to go eat something which I think that I have said that before and I didn't really like the way that it sounded because it sounded like uh, and maybe it felt like that sometimes which is why I said that but um a better way to think about it is you're letting yourself eat rather than forcing yourself to because forcing just sounds so like something that you shouldn't look forward to or something that you should be scared of and I never want anybody to be scared of recovery because they listen to this and you know we're picturing like shoveling food down their mouth like no like I recovery is is (laughs) it's not the most pleasant experience but if you change your mindset about it, it can be more pleasant than not, um, in my opinion. (laughs) So I had to let myself go downstairs in the middle of the night and get a snack. Uh, usually I'd have like a protein bar or like, um, I don't know, like some nuts and something like I had like protein and fats in it that was going to really help with like satiate me, um, and usually something that was kind of calorie dense so that I didn't have to eat like a big meal in the middle of the night. I could just like, you know, have like a few bites of something and then I would be good. Um, yeah. So you just have to let yourself, let yourself eat when you're hungry and eventually your hunger cues will even out. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later, but let me get into my second 
little um tip here which is to diet or oh my gosh challenge diet culture mentality don't diet (laughs) um to challenge diet culture mentality and to challenge food rules so basically you have to come to terms with the fact that there are no good or bad foods there's no healthy or unhealthy foods and i understand that this is confusing to some people because they're like well obviously a fried oreo does not have the same nutritional value as a salad and i'm like yeah that's that's facts for sure but like if you tell yourself like well fried oreo is kind of a wild example let's say like um tortilla chips let's say tortilla chips do not have the same nutritional value as like a salad with like chicken and stuff on it okay but if I say, like, if I tell myself, like, you are not allowed to have tortilla chips, then, like, that is just putting yourself in a restrictive mindset, and, if, like, that restrictive mindset is triggering all of your fight or flight, and it's just, like, it just ruins your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, you're always going to be anxious whenever you're presented with a food that you don't deem good or that you don't deem healthy you should be able to eat freely and not worry about like okay like yeah like I'm gonna eat this fried oreo today but it's not gonna kill me and most of the time I eat balanced but you know it's okay for me to have this right now like there's no it's not bad um and I hear this all the time like I I really hear like I just heard my friend say this the other day, like, oh, like, they made this healthy because they made it sugar-free. And I was like, that's because just because something is sugar-free doesn't mean that it is, quote-unquote, healthy. Um, You know, what's healthy for you is having a good relationship with yourself and with food. Like, that's what's healthy. So definitely, um, this is a big one. Challenging diet culture is a big one. Um, okay, number three is to make peace with food. You know, realizing that you are allowed to eat, you're allowed to want food, to have cravings, to be hungry. I used to absolutely demonize being hungry. Like, I used to think that being hungry was a bad feeling. I was like, why am I hungry? Like, I, like, I shouldn't be hungry. I used to think, I used to, like, shame myself for being hungry that's ridiculous your body is hungry because you are alive because you need vitamins minerals nutrition you know to fuel yourself because you are a living breathing thing like uh you know there's and I think that this is really big especially with girls like I always hear people say like oh I haven't eaten anything today like they won some award or something and I'm like congratulations you're you know ruining your relationship with food and you like congratulations on restricting like woo go you no like I oh sorry just it makes me so annoyed when girls say that um especially like if it's like 1 p.m and they're like yeah I haven't eaten anything all day and it's like that is not a good thing why are you telling people that like they should like you know 
either like be like oh yeah me too or like i feel like that's what they're looking for they're looking for other people to validate the fact that they are restricting which is bad (laughs) um don't do that (laughs) like please do not tell me that especially and i think that like for me this was really triggering especially when i was going through recovery i absolutely hated when like my friends would tell me that they hadn't eaten anything all day because i was like well you know what i have to eat so like i i have to like i i can't not and it was definitely hard i i had to um really like block that out i i think i don't remember any times when i have like when i was going through recovery that i actually like stood up to people when they said that but nowadays usually i say like that's not good or i'll say like girly like why aren't you eating you know and i'll like challenge them because i'm like why are you trying to make this like an okay thing you not eating is not an okay thing ever so yeah definitely um it's it's not a prize to be one guy saying like i haven't eaten anything today um you're you are allowed to eat you are allowed to fuel yourself for sure okay number four i got like so heated in that one i'm so sorry (laughs) not like i'm not sorry but yeah very passionate about that one number four is to feel your fullness um this is another one that kind of pairs with the feeling your hunger it's okay to feel full um you'll learn your satisfaction level with time it's it's hard at first like i remember when i first started really eating a lot again i would kind of over i felt stuffed like a lot of the time and then it kind of made me like not like the feeling of being full but that's because like I hadn't felt full in so long so my body was like oh girl like we're actually eating enough right now and my my stomach probably had shrunk because um I had been restricting for so long and your stomach is a muscle so if you don't use it then it's gonna shrink um and you definitely want to have like a to have a good healthy metabolism and a strong metabolism you need to have like a decent size you need to be able to hold that good nutritious food so yeah definitely feel your fullness it'll with time it'll get better it might be a little uncomfortable at first but i promise that 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 part will get easier with time um number five this one this one is kind of tricky because this one i feel like this one should be last um if you are in a restrictive mindset or have a restrictive past, this one might be kind of hard to wrap your head around at first. This is something that like took me, this took like the longest, I think, for me, like to come to peace with. Because um, when we eat, obviously, you know how I said before that there are no good or no bad foods. That's very true. However, um, you do need to honor your health and we need to realize that food choices do affect like our gut health and our overall health. We need to be eating vegetables, fruits, proteins, fats, fiber, carbs, all the good things. Um, 
you know, I'm not saying when you go through recovery, you should go out and eat McDonald's every day. That's probably not the most um, nutritious way to go about gaining weight. Um, And when you're first starting to gain weight, I would say let yourself eat what you want. But after a while, like we do have to realize like, like for me, for instance, if I eat a crap ton of sugar, then I break out, you know, I get like acne. Or if I don't eat vegetables and don't get those micronutrients in, I don't feel as good as when I do eat vegetables. Um, And it's hard because, you know, those kind of foods typically are associated with dieting. So this one is is definitely tricky. You need to learn how to have balance in your life, um, you know, to eat really nutritionally dense foods, but also have the freedom to branch out and be okay with having like a Big Mac one day. If like that's all that you can have, then that's what you can have. And eating something is better than not eating anything. So this one... I would probably say this one for last um, if you're like going through these and trying to like improve them one at a time. Okay, number six, which is my like last one on my list, is to show your body respect and kindness. You're not going to have the same nutritional needs as somebody else. You have to realize that you may have to eat more than other people that are like your same age or like your same demographic. I think this is really hard with girls because when you're the only one that's eating out of your whole friend group or like you're the only one who wants to have breakfast out of your whole friend group, it can be challenging. It's it's definitely not easy, but know that you're doing what's best for you. Try not like don't pay attention to them. Don't pay attention to what somebody else is doing while you're healing your relationship with your food and body because you really just need to focus on yourself and what's best for you. So even though they don't want breakfast, that's okay. Like you, you want breakfast and that's okay if you eat it. It's okay if you're the only one eating, you know, like two snacks a day and three full meals like me, you know, like it definitely can make you feel alone sometimes, but with time you will you'll feel comfortable and you'll feel confident in yourself and once you start to feel better trust me like it won't matter to you that you're the only one doing this or honestly you might even inspire others to do this too which has happened to me a lot which I love like finding out that I inspired other people to eat more too is a beautiful thing. I'm like, I am so glad that I was able to help you start your journey, like, to better your relationship with food in your body. Like, that is, that is a beautiful thing. So definitely stick with it. You've got this. So that's, that's my list of how to improve, like, your intuitive eating. But I just kind of wanted to include how to improve your overall intuition because some people might already be intuitive eaters or they feel like they're almost there. So it's like, I just wanted to do a little extra thing at the end. Plus improving your overall intuition will, I think, help you improve your intuitive eating skills as well. So the number one thing to do to 
improve your overall intuition is to get in touch with yourself. So this, I think meditation is probably like the best way to do this. If you're not great at meditation, try a gentle exercises like yoga or pilates that have a lot of breath work just being present in your body can really help you get in touch with yourself um you know just like quiet all outside thoughts let like all the outside influences melt away just focus on you what do you feel right now what do you smell what do you hear what do you see all these things um help you get in touch with yourself and that can just help you in any situation um, with your intuition also i would say limit distractions which is like limiting phone time or screen time this includes like tv i try honestly for me what i feel when i watch and i'm not this is nothing against television shows because i love tv but like i love a good show a good movie but I try not to watch TV every day because I kind of feel like it, you know how you watch it to like escape. I'm like, why am I trying to live through these other people when I could be going out and living these experiences myself in the world? Um, that's kind of how I feel on that one or like you know scrolling through Instagram and looking at photos of other people doing cool things um why don't you go out and do the cool things this will just help you feel more connected with yourself and more powerful which I think can just um it just increases like your confidence and that just it helps you feel more comfortable in your own skin um okay so number three is ask yourself ask yourself questions um this can be like journaling or just like when you're faced with a question you could say like how will this make me feel or why will i feel that way you know and you can keep going on and on when you're faced with the decision um that can really help you listen to what you really want to do like deep down instinctively what do i want to do number four is to find a creative outlet this can be like drawing painting photography making a vision board just like find something that you get to take your like brain and just like put it into something physical that definitely helps you connect with yourself um and then number five is just getting out in nature i think that you know humans are meant to be in nature in out in with mother earth and things (laughs) that sounds hippie uh i feel like every episode i have just like a little glimpse of hippie in there and i'm like maybe i was meant to be born in the 70s don't know But yeah, touch some grass, breathe in the fresh air, it helps for sure. So to wrap up this episode, I'm going to end with a wellness love and wellness dud. So my wellness love is probably the push for Pilates um, as an exercise. I said before that um, gentle movement can really help you increase your intuition 
and I feel like Pilates is a really like it's a form of exercise where you're really present in your body and it can be gentle it can be more fast-paced but it can be gentle it includes like breath work so I really um I really enjoy Pilates and if you haven't tried it I highly recommend it's literally just like your body weight most of the time and it's it's really fun it's really fun to do um the wellness dud is also kind of the same thing but not it's just like the push for the pilates body so i'm all for the exercise but i feel like diet culture kind of took a hold of it and like societal standards for like the best body type are kind of sneaking in there and being like oh well do you know when SZA says um oh my god in her most recent song it's like um I want to be thick, now I want to be thin, heard Pilates is in, bash your windows out, I literally think that that's the actual words, oh my god, <laughs> so it's like the Pilates body type is like thin body type, like that's like the stereotypical Pilates body, and I don't think that that is like you do not have to be thin to do pilates you should not just start doing pilates because you want to be skinny quote unquote um can i say how much i do not like the word skinny like i just oh it gets on my nerves like just hearing the word is like oh and i think it's just because like so many girls say like oh i want to be skinny or they call each other skinny and i'm like I I just don't I feel like I have like bad memories with that word I don't know anyway side note but any body type can do Pilates all body types are accepted in Pilates or should be accepted in Pilates so yeah that's definitely like the little downside but I do recommend you try it if you haven't tried it it's a really great form of movement so that's all I have for you guys today I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please leave it a rating and review. Um, If you haven't yet, please do that. It really helps me. Um, Honestly, if you want to repost this on your story, feel free. I would love to see more of that from listeners. Um, And I also love to see, like, who is listening. I'm really interested in that. And... Yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye.